Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome again to another program. I'm Brother Michael Jones with Faithful Service Today coming to you with another message. Uh-huh. Today we're talking about healing for the community. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for your support. Thank you for caring and sharing. This far, we have to go to that place where Yes, today is a special day. Today is a new day, and today is a day that we cannot neglect the things that we need to do because time is moving on. Time is not on our side, hey, because every time you turn around, something new is happening, something new is getting started, something new is coming out of the woodwork. We are in that place today. Whereas in a lot of places we don't want to be. We feel like we're trapped. We feel like we are prisoners in our own home, in our community, in our street. We feel like we are blocked in from really enjoying the benefits of our community. Sometimes it's like, well, I pay all of these taxes. I do this, I do that. I support, I vote, I help out, I volunteer, but yet still, I can't enjoy life. That is a shame and a shame to say. So therefore, we want you to log in down at the bottom here as to some of the things you would like to see done in your community. We would like to see some of the things that's going on in your community that you feel that we should have a better say in this. We should have more per se is what is going on in our lives and in our in our community, in our homes. It is a shame to be have to pay all that money for mortgage, all that money for taxes, all that money for insurance, and yet still we don't get the benefit of what is going on. We don't get the benefit, we don't reach the benefit of the enjoyment. I remember this time where uh, we used to go to Seaside Park, a beautiful place in those days. And you could just stay there late at night if it's really hot and foggy and everything. You could sit down in the park, just relax and enjoy yourself. You come back home, you didn't get mugged, you didn't get bothered, you didn't get robbed. You don't have to worry about those things. But today, you can't even go outside of your house, straight bullets. Uh, you see people on the street that's really cussing you out. We see things that are not happening farther for the streets or for the community. Then you see people like, well, I wish I could do this because I'm unemployed. Well, why are you unemployed? Well, the factory moved out. There used to be a lot of factories here in, in our area. 
but now it's not a lot of factories. Why are they being replaced with other businesses? Why would the factories go out of the country, out of the town, and start somewhere else when we had all of this workforce right here? Well, I can't work for uh, $10 an hour. Well, what's the minimum wage now? $5, $4. But yet still, you can't work for $10 because the union said, oh, we could get 11 See, these are some of the things that's really been happening that we're going to have to really address these things. We just have to roll back the curtain on a lot of things. And that means roll back, roll up the sleeve, roll back some of the situations, roll back some of these projects and programs that, that are really sucking the life blood out of us. So we have to come up with some ideas and suggestions and we just want you to either email me or just write them down at the bottom of the screen here in the chat room and just say, uh, either come on live. We're going to open up uh, for people that will call in in a few minutes if you want to. If you call in to talk, good. Just let me know that you want to say something, and then we'll, we can do this. We can, you know, let you express yourself. This is one of those times where everybody has a voice and everybody is, is asked to speak their voice. No curses. There's a format you want to try to present that whatever field that you feel in your community, wherever your community is, is what you like to see done. Would you like to see more street life? Would you like to see more police presence in your street or in your area? Would you like to see less crime? And speaking of crime, one of the things that I suggest from a long, long, long time ago is that we have all of these different types of programs. People getting all time money for drug rehab and all of this stuff, social meetings and everything. And you have just as many addictions, much addictions, and many people that feel drugs and alcohol and messed up as always before. Why are these people being healed? Why are they being delivered? Why are they being set free from that that uh, problem, uh, that issue that they're having? Come to find out is that some of these programs make people, when they finish going to a meeting, they want to go out and get high, they want to go out and get drunk because they feel so depressed and inundated in those places that they just can't help it. They just want to go out and get another drink. So, why would they want to go get another drink? The way I look at it is that if you can take all of the alcohol and all of the drugs out, you can keep the liquor store open 24-7. But if you don't have an alcoholic, don't have a, a person that's strung out on drugs, buying this stuff, then you have one. Period. So I remember that time, every time we turned around, I was going to buy half a bank. I was one of those. I was out there on the street chasing down JoJo, trying to find out who got the best and what it was. There's a $25. How many $25 can you really afford, you know, if you don't have what? Maybe five, $25, next thing you know, you're broke again. So if you don't have the money, you can't buy it. Or if you don't, if you're not spread out, you won't buy it. So let us help the people. Let us come to try to get these people 
condition in that mind frame so that they don't desire these things. It's just like in the past where and I'm going to be straight up front as a parent in all things, and that's what we have to do. Start looking in the mirror, start looking into the place where we're at, and all stop. So, well, you know, it's not about me, it's about them, it's about others. No, we are all together in that one body. We are here together inside this house, the body at large. We are here together inside to get things together in such a way where we can help with one another. Builders and strengthen each other. Together we stand, the body we stand. It's just like Peter and say that I remember the time where you should walk up and down the street. Wow, that silk dead waiting around in that big car, over the side, watching them girls going up and down the street, and they call the old, old trail and the road and all that stuff. And people would come in and would buy uh, services from these girls. Now, Streetwalkers are out of business. And so if the streetwalkers are out of business, it's like, and the pips are out of business, they move into higher class areas or whatever. Now, it's like you have less. So what we're doing is now try to get the drugs, try to get uh, the silence to the place where it is. If you lose customers, you're out of business. So therefore, let us try to lose these customers. And then we come to this place where uh, if you don't do right, then you expect to get punished by the law. And we want to support the law, but let the law be doing, let the law be in the position where uh, they're doing what they're supposed to do. And I don't believe that the law should be in a place where uh, they are above the law of their own self. So, therefore, let us come to help support each other, be members of the community, help us of the community, and heal the community. So, we're still waiting on whatever you feel like you want to talk about. And one of the things that I would like to have discussed is starting from the basic. The basic is that our school system, we have children going to school, and then a few our wonderful, lovely children are out there bullying, picking on the other kids, disrupting classes, and we let it go and let it go by. And well, they need an education too. Sure, have a place for them to get an education, but don't let one person or two, two children disrupt a whole school system. Don't let them hinder my children from getting a good, a decent education. Don't let them, uh, one or two children, hinder a hundred or two hundred children from having a good education. We cannot afford to do that. We must not allow that. There should be zero tolerance. If necessary, have uh, metal detectors at the front door uh, have the, uh, the security guard with the little pad shirt. How do you call it? Waving down the children 
Here they may have a plan or a knife in their back pack. We have to enforce the laws that will help protect our children. Our children. And I saw one time where I was with his family, and the mother asked me to help out. So, okay, I was talking to uh, one, of the, one of the kids. Come to find out, this boy was in elementary school, and he was taking his, uh, his grandmother's steak knife to school. Now, they discovered he had a knife in school because he had to get it, he got into a fight with one of the other uh, young men at school there and kids. Come to find out, they made him go to anger management class because he stood his ground. He fought back. But come to find out, four other boys in class in school that was picking on his boy. So he didn't look right, he didn't dress right, uh, he was picking on him about his family, his mama, and, and all of the stuff that was going on in his household. He's not the one that should be taking anger management class. What about the four boys that was picking on him? that was bullying him, making fun of him, pushing him in that mental state, pushing him in motion to the point where he was taking a knife to school to defend himself. Think about these things. We have to look at the whole picture rather than just say, well, uh, this kid uh, took a gun to school, this kid took a knife to school. Find out. Get into the background of what is going on. Let each case be an individual case. And this is all what we're trying to do, what we're trying to say, in order to be in that place where we're at. Let us come to have that unity. Let us come to have harmony. Let us come to have peace. And let us come to support and to uphold the law. But don't have the law being out there in that place where it's, the law is above the law. No, we cannot have that. So, therefore, now we are going to open up for a few minutes. Like I said, type in something at the bottom or get in touch with me. Let me know what you feel, how you think about what's going on in your neighborhood. What would you like to see done in your neighborhood to correct or to heal the situation? Do you feel that uh, it's because of the politicians? Do you feel like businesses, we need more businesses to have a job? Or what about creating jobs? We need to get together with our young men out there and young ladies, have a meeting. Instead of talking about having building basketball courts and, and uh, tennis courts and, and that kind of stuff, how about having classes to find out how to run a business? How about having classes to find out how to invest money? Teach your children about investing. Teach them about banking. Teach them about uh, the political system. Teach them things that they can use in the future. Teach them about resume writing. It's a shame where 
a child can go to school, so-called graduate, and still don't know how to fill out an application. So that should not be, and it shouldn't be, in our school system. So therefore, ah, let us discuss these things. Put them on the block. Put them to your political leaders. When they have that little meeting, whoever's running for a congressman, whoever's running for senator, talk with them, discuss them, put these things to them, find out where is where is that heart, where is that mind, is this? Find out what do they expect to do when they are elected. We have people that become elected and yet still. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. There is still no change. And if there's no change, then what is going on? So, therefore, ah, okay. If there's no change, then why isn't that change? So, like I say, we're here. We're open up today. This is putting it on the putting it on the table. Bring me your tired. Bring me your weary. Bring me your worn. Okay? And to activate the bullying on the street. You're right. People need to be more interactive because it's not all about just like minding my business. It is your business. And another thing, too, is I want to know, where do people get to the point of if a child fell on the bullet, they're becoming a snitch? A child has already been bullied, they've been hurt, they've been emotionally distraught, and yet to feel when they say something, oh, you're you are a snitch, and you get more, come on, you're already hurting. And this is something our children have to understand. You're already hurting. You're already getting in a place where you feel like you're going to buy some suicide because you're pressured. Nobody is concerned about you. But yes, let the community be concerned. Let the community get together on one accord. Let the bullies know that, look, we are not tolerating this anymore. So, therefore, uh, put this down as one of the suggestions that, that we should do. Uh, please uh, get by. Send me an email on that the same thing, and then we'll put this out into our our schedule so that when the next meeting comes up, we can have this uh, information so that not only like in school, but uh, on the way from school, the ways when we see somebody taking advantage of another person, say something, do something. Okay, how about the club? Well, that sounds feasible. But like I said, no suggestion is, I say, out about, except for something that's going to hurt somebody or wrong. So we just, anything that you can think about or think of, we need to put it down. We need to bring it to the floor. Too much happens with our children. If we need our children squared away, 
for a protected citizen for the future. Pretty soon, I won't be able to be doing all of this. I'd probably be sitting up in some rocking chair in a basement home or somewhere, and I'm going to need our youngsters to take care of me. So if some kids are spread or they stop learning, they stop living, and that's what I'm saying, living, because they have no hope. They expect for the government to take care of them. And now another thing, too, while you're there, how about just put up the thing where help a child to have an entrepreneurial relationship, an entrepreneurial mentality. We can do that, too. Teach them about business. Okay? Sorry about that. And we must not all be. Okay. Okay. They need to learn how to operate a business. They need to know about uh, corporations. I was telling one of one of my uh, stories that told is that when I was in school, I used to, I had a business in school. So let us do that kind of stuff. Let's learn to teach the kids how to make money in legitimate ways. We have all these cars here in our city. Teach a child how to change uh, batteries, change oil, oil changes, tires. Do that kind of stuff just to start off with. Teach them how to wash cars. Don't, you don't have to have a big car wash service. And, uh, let it be done with our local, local youth. Our local people that's supposed to be out there on the street needing a job, let them operate. When I was in Detroit, we had car wash areas. People did not, you know, even though there was not too many jobs and if you didn't work at a factory or the, the, the car automotive or support uh, area, but people did these things. They had the little mechanics and they set up their shops to repair and auto the body. You can do these things. Teach our children to how to do these things. So, okay. Not only uh, sell the school about being bullied, but just like I said, sell the school about different things, finances. Doesn't school about design. We can, we can make our own clothes. Why would I have to buy a shirt made in China? Why can't I buy a shirt made in my hometown? Why can't I buy pants made in America? Made by kids. Kid core. It doesn't matter. I don't care. As long as it's decent. And selling at a good price. So, therefore, 
these items down. Let them, uh, let them, let the system know that we're here to mean business. Each step is a step toward going in the right direction. We cannot stop going. We cannot keep going faster, faster, faster. The graveyard is being overfilled. They put people's graves on top of each other. Have you noticed that most times at a funeral that you don't really see people that put in the ground like you did in the old days because the graveyard is being filled up? Come on. We have too many people out there that need a life, that need to be counted for. Too much businesses, too many artists, too many authors, too many musicians that are dying. Because we, they don't have this, this structure about their backing off and they got to take care of themselves and support themselves. You know, come on. We got to defend. You don't need to take a gun and go defend yourself because like I was telling one of my nephews. If a person wants to shoot you, I don't care if you got 20 guns. Bullets will get you. So, therefore, why would you even go into that place? Why would you even go put yourself in that position to be shot? So, let us come to understand, understand that our mentality, our heart, our soul is more important than what we think sometimes. Let us know the value of our character, which is more important than being called some of the things that we have been called out there in the street, uh, called in our neighborhood. Well, those people and that kind of mess. So wherever you live, you have a neighborhood. Let us come to understand how to heal our neighborhood. Let us come to understand how to support our neighborhood, be members of one another. And I am really grateful for the fact that last Saturday we had a a meeting. Well, it was to introduce people of excellence to the community and beyond. But out of Almost 80 people that were invited, only maybe about 10 showed up. That means the deputy people didn't care. Okay, a few people had uh, excuses. They said, well, okay, um, I'm not coming because this happened and that happened. Every excuse is a legitimate excuse because we don't know. But it's okay. But some people didn't even bother to say anything. Don't give a damn about your neighborhood. Don't care about what's happening in your community. You don't care if they're banging and shooting and uh, and carjacking and and picking up your borders up off the street. Just like what happened here uh, recently. It was near the school trying to pull the uh, 17-year-old girl into a car. 
three men. Where would she have wound up at? Right here on the computer, in a porn show somewhere, being forced to do things, which is doing. That seems to be the billion, billion, billion dollar industry nowadays. It's just like uh, with the drug and alcohol. It's another addiction that needs to be addressed. Okay, well, there's not really a true answer to this last question that just fine about how you deal with kids who live in a house where father is never around and the mother is always high. That is a shame. Let us pray for these types of, these types of children. Let us lift them up as we find out who they are and where they are. We can also find out if their agency are, if we can just try to talk with the parents. There's a reason why this mother is already high. What is on her mind? Why is she addicted to these drugs when she would neglect her child? Where is this father? Can we talk with the father? We have to try to reach out to these families, and this is where we come in as people of excellence because now we have to move from the studio, move from the four walls out there, whereas the child will come to somebody and say, I need help, without being uh, telling their personal business at all, but just let it be known that uh, look, mom, look, dad, uh, this is a friend, uh, this is a uh, Brother so and so, or this this so and so from the church, and they come by to see if we need anything. Do we need any groceries? There's a way that we can approach people. There's a way where we can push people without coming in like gangbusters and talking about, well, we go, we're part of DCS, and we're going to remove these children from the home. So let's find out. Uh, are you all right? Uh, are your rent being paid? And then talk to the family. Talk with his brother. See what's on his mind. The father can never can be around as much as he wants to be. Maybe the father has this mentality like in the, how you say, well, she's no longer my wife or she's just a woman. She's just somebody I just go over there to visit. Now I got these children. This is another mentality that we have to overcome. We have to overcome this mentality where a child is important to everybody. Yes, most of us done some crazy, stupid things in our lives, but we still have to deal with a reality that a life is important. A life is more important than we can ever imagine. And we have to come up out of our own uh, little area of what are we doing and where are we going and where we want to go, get off of our personal mentality and up off our behind and be helpless of one another. Let somebody know that we're here to help the family. 
Let the family know. Don't play me. I'll help you. So don't every five minutes you come around, oh, look. And this is what happened to me one time in my learning experience, in my learning thing experience. Okay, so you're, you're a good guy, you're a Christian, and now here you are. Uh, every time you turn around, the family come up. Oh, uh, Brother Michael, can you let, uh, my mama said, can you uh, let her have $3? Can you let her have $2? Now, wait a minute, what's going on here? So I go to see the family. What's up? Are you all right? Do you need help? Now, I know that you are high, so now you're sending your child around to get money from me to buy your drugs, but I don't approach it that way. We have to have that wisdom and then pray hard so that they will understand and know that these people are not here just to support our habits. These people are here to help us get out of our situation, come up out of our, our um, how you call it, uh, position that we're in, in this valley of depression, this valley of obscurity. So, let it come to each of the children in school, support them out of school, and then up the family, up the family, and have that decency, help the family have that mentality that I care. So many Falling into that pit, whereas they just don't care anymore. They don't care about what happened to them. They don't care about what happened to their children because they have lost touch on the reality of life. Bring back that life. Bring back that spark in their life. Sometimes we say, well, let's take them to church. Okay, take them to church, but we got to get to church order on the, the church online also. So much mess is going on, even in the church, where people don't even want to be bothered with church. And that is a shame before God, that the people don't want to be bothered with church. They'd rather take that chance outside because of the contamination of what's going on in the church. They don't want to be bothered. But let us come to these fathers in a good way. Have the joy, have the peace, have the prosperity, have the love, have the happiness, have the strength. Deal with what's going on in our neighborhood, in our society, in our community. It takes a village to raise a child. But when the village starts to screw it up, then what are we going to do? Village has left sight and lost interest in our children. Let's bring back that love. Let's bring back that security of the children in the village. Let's bring back that village mentality where they say, you see somebody else, on the streets being bullied, really, you got to get involved. You got to get involved. If you had to get two or three people together and let's go there and confront the people that are doing these things, I'm not going to say put yourself in harm's way because 
people nowadays, their mentality is to shoot you without even thinking. But there's a way of approach. Let us come to get together and learn how to approach. And that's why when we had our meeting last Saturday at the uh, library, they came there and would put up food. Come, let us break bread. Let us talk. Let us have that harmony, that unity. And this is what I've been showing in my spirit. You don't fight with us when you're eating. We're not angry to ate. Having wild and weird parties and stuff and throwing food around food fights. No. We are here to talk about these issues, discuss them over broken bread. Let's come to break bread. Let's come to talk and discuss these things. Put these things into the public perspective. Know that we are people. Know that we are important. Know that we have our children as the more important than we are. Not looking down on people, but to look at people as even better than we are. And this is what some of the scriptures were saying. It was the scripture says that look at others as better than we are. But how can we look at others better than we are when we don't look at ourselves? We look at the mirror. And we what do we see? See like we're not seeing the value that we should be looking at when we look in the mirror. Because first thing, we carry too much baggage, too much stuff in our lives on a daily basis. We have to start to let our garbage go. Get rid of it. There is a thing called forgiveness. There is a thing of we know that the negative forces will try to bring up your old, your past. But you know what? If my parents were brought up, I probably ran right out of town, ran right out of the country. But I'm not going to even worry about that. But I'm not going to be quiet to let my past come up. Because if you come up, become up, then I know that God is protecting me. And the blood of Jesus is going to be over me so that whatever happens is like, I'm in his hands. But I'm not going to sit back. And that's the person saying, see our children being hurt and see another person being hurt. Because one of the things of being out of place, we see somebody out of place, we go to them and help them. Help them to know the value of their destiny. And you have to know a person to know the value of their destiny is to let them know that you are out of place. You're in a place where Want to hurt you? Ah, okay, okay. I like that idea. Having some the church should be a place where we're having a congregation out on the street to Jesus, looking for the people who need help. May I caution you though? Not only that, looking for the people that need help. But how about just having uh, the situation where being there so that they would come to you for 
ways. And let them know that you are serious and that you are for real, that you are there, that you will be there for them and with them. You don't have to look too far. That is why in our church or in the church structure, we are called light in the world. And the light is to be an attraction for those in darkness, an attraction. When persons see light and in the darkness, they will come to the light to be rescued. That is what the light is for. So, when we go out on the street, just let it be known that we are here for you. Come. Let us get together. They will come to you. But, don't do like a picture that I saw one time before is that she came to church with her I think she had three three kids, three children. And she had her little jeans on. Well, she needed help. She lost her apartment. So her she, she and her children came to church. Just so happened the church was just about over well. So what they did, collected some money, gave her some money. Now, this time, somebody said, go help this girl to go home, right? The person that was assigned to go help this girl never showed up with this girl, where she, this lady, where she and her little children were staying at the time. I don't know if it was a shelter or whatever, but don't just drop the people out there in the middle of nowhere and then they thinking that you're going to be there to help them, help them until they can stand on their feet. You just give somebody 2 or $3 that goes to get a sandwich and you think that you did a good deed. They can eat the sandwich or you can teach them how to fish, but in the meantime, they still got to eat until they catch more fish. That is a mentality that we have to really get to know and get to understand. Be there for them. Be there with them. See what else is needed. Where are you staying? Not just that one person assigned, but assign a group of people in unity, force. Go to the street. We have to get out of that phone uh, wall mentality anyway. So, these things are We have to keep them down, write them down, put them up so that when we have our next call, then we can discuss these things and move at, at risk, move in a place where we can help each other. I was talking to people that were homeless today, even today. And this one young man, he he could be no more than 18. Person needing help. What would you like to see done in this community? He said, change the whole structure from the top to the bottom. Well, what would you like to see done? Well, 
from the police department, from the mayor, all the way down. He's looking at corruption. He's looking at, at well, what are you doing to try to help change the situation? What would you like to see done? First thing he said, I need some money in my pocket, a job. Good. How about going out here and start to watching cars? But you can't do it because a person, you know, if you have a service station or something, you ask somebody, say, can I uh, clean your windshield? Sometimes they will do that. They used to do this. There's some guys used to have a service station, and they would obviously have uh, from their personality would be so outgoing that people used to go to that service station just to get the man dollar to check which shield or pump the gas pump, and he would type. Were they praying for this man? Were they really supporting him? That face where it is, brother, uh, do you need help? Brother, hey, brother, are you on drugs? You know, it's all right to ask somebody on drugs. Come on. This is a reality of life today. Are you really helping this person to get structured? This man was really making money. Now, Show him how to invest his money. I took a man to the to the bank one time. They have to set up a bank account. You can set set up a bank account. Let him know the structure of banking. Let him know the structure of saving. Let him know what it needs to have a four hundred one k or some of the other uh, uh, documents that they use to money. Okay, I'm sorry. How's that? Is it better now? I hope. Okay, good. So, because I don't want to, uh, wow. Can you, can you hear me now? Oh, good. Thank you. Beautiful. So this, this is some of the things that we have to do. It's like, have that place, have that place where we can help each other. Go to that place. Go to that place in life where every person is important. Every person is much. We need each other. We need each other. One of the stories I told, uh, I have a, some books out on Amazon.com and that it's called ebooks. It's called short reads for uh, encouragement, inspiration type of book. One of them is called Overcoming the Power to Overcome the Fear of Failure. And one of the stories in that book is the story of David and Goliath. Now, if you look at the story of David and Goliath, is that okay? David took uh, some rocks and slingshot and struck the lines in his head and killed the lines, cut his head off, and then uh, he chased the army. Good. But how about getting into the depth of the story? David came up to the, 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 the army, just from one side, the Philistines on the other side with the lion. Now, David came up, and they found out that they had been out there 
for days. Delilah would taunt them, humiliate them, talk junk to them, and then scare them. They were stuck on in that place called the Valley of Disbelief, the Valley of Dysfunction, all of that other stuff that we come up with. But David came there one day, spoke to his brothers to check on his brothers to see how they were faring in the battle, and he heard that that uh, song. It said that it's a reward for the person that would go out there and fight the liar would be one of his daughters and then come into the pattern at a monetary award reward. So David said, hey, I'm going to try this, right? So the brothers immediately said that got on David for doing this and talking. So they criticized and humiliated David in front of everybody. But David said, wait a minute. I come in the name of the Lord. I have confidence. See, and this is what another thing we have to do. Have that confidence. Have that that value. See, David knew who he was. He knew who he was about. He knew that he could stand on the principles of his faith. David said, I will try him. Because I have the confidence to know that I'm not by myself. I can do this. And David did. So the the story goes that, see, sometimes we have to come out of our routine mentality. We have to come out of our old traditions sometimes. David came with a new way of doing something. He took off his armor and his sword and his shield and all that stuff. He came with something that was like, sometimes we have to do this too. Start with something that has not been done in a battle before. David took off his routine and regular uh, armor stuff. He came with confidence. He came with boldness. He came with an experience. He had killed a lion and a bear with the slain. So he knew that if he could kill a lion and a bear, his 11-foot giant is still going to be no problem to kill. So therefore, what we have to do is like what the person said about going out into the streets, going out, get out of that routine mentality, get out of some of those old traditions that we've been doing, Get out of that way. Come to the place where it's trying something different. And it's all right to try something different. And if it works, if it works one time in another situation, it will work again. So, therefore, let us come to use some of this thing. Use what we have. Again, apply them. Apply them. And yes, we learn from failure because sometimes we do, but we can overcome the fear of failure. We're afraid to start things sometimes because we're scared we're going to mess up. Sometimes we just got to take that bold, that chance. We have to face 
our face, our challenge. And when we face our challenge, we'll be in that place. We'll be in that place to understand and to know that we are an overpower. We have to be in that place to have the boldness to understand and to know that no weapons formed against us shall prosper. But we feel that sometimes we've been pushed over, we've been best over, but we can bounce back. And we, this is always a learning experience. So, and as we come to this place of knowing that just like with David overcoming the, the giant, we can overcome our challenges when we are together. The Israelite army was there day by day by day in that valley of oppression and depression, fearing the giant because he was so tall, huge, a champion. He knew how to throw a javelin for, for yards and yards and yards. He would be alone, could just beat down a whole army of people. But there came somebody. One day, he came up with an idea and said, I got you. I got this. And I would try this because I have died. I have experienced. I have arrived at a place in my life where I have the confidence and the boldness to stand fast in this day and this time. And I will. I must. I can. And I am. I am a winner. And I will not give up. I will not give up. We cannot afford to give up on our home. We cannot afford to give up on our church, our community. We cannot afford to give up on our heritage and our destiny. Don't give up on your children. So, Uh, if uh, anyone wants to uh, call in and, and say something beautiful, you can uh, uh, open up the lines right now if you want to, because we have, we have a, few, just a couple more minutes. So please, 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 we can uh, talk in it. And if you know that if this is a good idea of having a community forum, uh, having a meeting similar to this, and then in each community, we can uh, have a service so that we will have that type of boldness, type of character, so that the other people in the community would say, you know what, I better get on board with this. And when we get on board with that with that oneness, with that oneness, we get on board with that unity, that strength in unity. And when we come to help the person, 
to overcome their failures, overcome their fears, overcome their uh, weaknesses and disparities. When they can stand strong and say, wow, this feels good to be alive. Then they have that pride for their community. They have that pride for their home and their life and their children. Then they will come to be protectors and supporters. And then, and then we can be united in the caring and sharing one for another. It's all good. It's all good. Wow. This is so beautiful to know. So I thank you guys for being with me tonight. Whether it's one or two or three or four, it's okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. And like I said, whatever you learned tonight or heard tonight, just contact me. Send me an email or call me or however. In fact, I'm going to do something that I haven't done before, okay?
next week of prayer, usually on Saturday night at this time. But this is still a part of prayer. In our life together, is God's will to help us to grow and help us to have that place of strength. Thank you for being with us again tonight. And have a blessing and special blessings over each and every one of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus, ask you to hold on and hold fast to the goodness of His word, the goodness and the kindness that He presented Himself in life. And then, by and by, you will come to love and you will come to accept and appreciate all that He did that the God of all life has been given us and the power. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.